0: Hey everyone, welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host Allison Schaefer. I am sorry I missed marvelous Monday, but it's terrific Tuesday and I'm jumping on board with information about serial killer number 2, and that is Jeffrey Dahmer. So remember I'm doing a mini series about serial killers. So Jeffrey Dahmer has a um tattered little life of serial killing. So I'm going to do some backstory. It's going to get long, but a backstory about him. So then you can decide like, wow, is this how serial killers are born? Um, it's weird though, you guys, cause they're all different. So, so it's just interesting how it manifests and at a younger age. So Jeffrey Dahmer was actually born in 1960 and he he died in 19 19- 94 so he was only 34 obviously you can figure that out so i'm going to share a little bit about his whole life and what happened through his life when he was a toddler infant um he actually was not shown a lot of affection his mother was um depressed a hypochondriac and she hit up the sleeping pills a lot dad was um a chemist well he was a student when um, Jeffrey Dahmer was born, and then he ended up being a um, research chemist. And there was always a lot of tension and arguments within his household. So by fourth grade, though, by fourth grade, one of the teachers had noticed um, extreme abandonment symptoms in um, signs, I should say, for Jeffrey Dahmer. So just put that in your head. So when you feel that feeling of abandonment, it's, you know, it's hard sometimes because you're lost. You're very lost. But I'm going to back up to when Dahmer was four years old. His father said he actually was really, um, interested and thrilled by the sound of bones, um, made of dead animals. So evidently this is kind of cute, not cute, but, um, Jeffrey Dahmer would call him fiddlesticks. So he would play with the bones of dead animals. And then he would start searching for dead animals and then explore the bodies and where the bones were. So by 10 years old, he inquired with his dad about what happens to bones in bleach. So that's kind of a precursor to what he ends up doing with his victims. And um, his dad thought it was really cool, like... Um, And Jeffrey Dahmer wanted to learn, and he was curious. So, Jeffrey Dahmer's dad showed him how to safely bleach bones. So, Dahmer took that information and began his collection of dead animals and roadkill. And at 15, he decapitated the carcass of a dog before nailing the body to a tree, impaling the skull on a stick behind his house. So, by freshman year, so well, that would have been 14, 15 years old. Dahmer actually was labeled as an outcast with his classmates, and he began drinking. So it's interesting what he goes through in high school. So he started drinking at 15, and remember his household, like dad's gone all the time, mom's depressed, so he doesn't really have like a solid foundation at home, and he would drink hard beer or hard alcohol during the day. So um, a classmate of his actually asked him why he was drinking scotch, during a class, and Dahmer replied by saying it was his medicine. So, interesting little information there. So, by 16, actually, Dahmer was fantasizing about this one. So this is when it, besides all the animals, this is when it really began. By 16, he had seen this jogger go by and uh, was starting to fantasize about this jogger and was attracted to him. And what he wanted to do was kill him. So here's Dahmer sitting behind a a bush, waiting for the jogger to come by because he was going to kill him and then have sex with him. But it never came to fruition. The jogger never gave but came by. So that was really good. So that is the beginning of um his journey of rendering men. Cause his um his mo was always like rendering men helpless and I'll get into that in a little bit. So um later on in his high school career he became the class clown and um he often staged pranks many times and he would do this for money to purchase more alcohol. So that's how he was getting his al- or his money to get his alcohol. He started being a class clown. But at this point as well, 17, 18 years old, uh, his grades declined. He was tutored, but with little success. So it was also the time that his parents divorced. His dad moved out and it left Dahmer and his brother with mom who continued her depression and addictions um, with certain coping skills. But By 18 years old, his mother had moved out to Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin and left Dahmer to fend for himself. So here's Jeffrey Dahmer in a home down in Ohio. I should have clarified that, um, fending for himself. So mom leaves him with his brother David, and Dahmer's left all alone in Ohio. So after his graduation from high school, Dahmer committed his first murder. Um, So this was 78. He picked up a hitchhiker. The hitchhiker's name is Stephen Hicks. He was 18. Dahmer lured him to the house on the pretense of hanging out and drinking. So Hicks, of course, was like, hey, I'll hang out and drink. And Hicks was 19. So evidently, the sight of Hicks' bare chest when he picked him up when he was hiking actually triggered a sexual response in Jeffrey Dahmer, and but then Hicks started talking about girls, so he knew he couldn't make a move on Hicks. But after hours of drinking, Hicks wanted to leave. Dahmer didn't want him to, so he bludgeoned him with a 10-pound dumbbell and strangled him to death with a barbell and um, he stripped Hicks of his clothes and masturbated as he stood above the corpse. He put the body in the basement, and later he dissected the body, and then he buried the body in the backyard for several weeks, and then at which time he unearthed The remains of Stephen Hicks pared the flesh from the bones, dissolved it in acid before flushing it, and then the bones were crushed and scattered in the backyard. So that, my friends, was the beginning of his hellish murdering. So Dahmer attempted college and army, but his alcohol abuse had consumed his life and his mind. Dahmer's father actually tried to help him wean off the alcohol, but it was suc- unsuccessful. So at this point, um, he sent Dahmer to live in West Allis to live with his grandmother. Um, so his grandmother was the only one Dahmer displayed any affection with. So we're at West Alice, Wisconsin. Dahmer's living with his grandma. While he was living with his grandma, there he attempted to hold down jobs. He was unsuccessful, bouncing from job ch- to job. But one particular job was at a chocolate factory, and he worked 11 to 7. So after his job, he would always go to a library where he was propositioned by a man offering to perform fellatio on him. This is just freaking weird, right, in the library. Hello? So... Boom, boom. This stirred Dahmer's fantasies again of control and dominance that he had from his teenage years. So he then um, began to familiarize himself with Milwaukee's gay bars and bathhouses. So in, he enjoyed the bathhouses for the relaxation, but during his sexual encounters at the bathhouse, he would get frustrated at his partners because they kept moving. So what he, what he ended up doing is um, he did get arrested for these sexual encounters and stated that he trained himself to view people. This is This is crazy. He trained himself to view people as objects of pleasure instead of people. They're objects of pleasure. So think about that. When you look at people, yeah, I don't even want to go off on that tangent. So from then on, okay, remember he doesn't like them moving. Um, He pays his due diligence with his arrest. But then from then on, what he does is he administers sleeping pills to his partners by lacing their drinks. And when they fell asleep, he would perform his sexual acts. So Dahmer had, you know, he had a lot of various arrests of lewd and lascivious behavior as well as indecent exposure. So you can see the pattern. And if you study this kind of stuff, you'll know that it leads, you know, his curiosity is not satiated. So he's got to take it a step farther. So back to his murdering spree. So Dahmer killed a man in a hotel room and didn't even recollect what he had done because of his alcohol consumption. So that's a little side note to understand the extent of his alcohol consumption. So what he did with that man, he put him in a large suitcase, brought him home to grandma's house, poor grandma, where he filled the body, um, filleted the body, severed the head, and bleached it to use... Sexual stimulation. Just kind of giving you an idea of the sickness that is going on little Dahmer's head. So, actually, he wasn't so little. So, his compulsions for killing continued roughly the same way. He killed a lot. I don't want to get into detail about all of them because there's a plethora. So, um, there was intermittent killing throughout his 20s, and it all took place at grandma's house without her knowing. So he'd bring these men home at night and he'd lace their drinks and then he would do what he would with them and he would strangle them to death. So by 28 though, um, grandma actually kicked him out because he was, she was done with his drinking and his bringing men home. Plus, She could smell things from the basement where Dahmer was sleeping, but she never did anything about it. And we don't know the whole situation because I was like, why didn't she go down there? She did not. She did not go down there. So um, by 28, he moved out, but two laters, he actually was arrested for fondling a 13-year-old and um, drugging a 13-year-old. Oh my God. So four months after that incident, Dahmer pled guilty to second degree sexual assault, enticing a child. And so he was sentenced to five years, probation and a year in corrections. He had work release. So he went back to uh, grandma's house and then he was able to hang at grandma's. But in May of 90, he moved out from grandma's. And this is where it really was like, holy crap, he hit it hard. Um, He took various souvenirs from his killings in Grandma's house. Grandma didn't even know. Grandma didn't even look in the basement. Um, He had mummified skulls, and he had um, frozen body parts in the freezer downstairs. So Dahmer moved close to his workplace, and I apologize. I didn't get that in my notes within a week he started, he had his sixth kill. So he continued the lacing drinks and strangulation of the victims. So part of his luring routine was telling the victims he wanted to take nude pictures of these men and have drinks. So that's how he did it. So remember, he cased the gay bars in Milwaukee. That's where he got his um, victims from. And he would lure them in and say, hey, I want to take nude pictures and then he would do what he would with them in his apartment um in 1991 his killing and after death the after death activities took on a new spin and he turned to cannibalism more cannibalism um, with some of his victims. Again, he would, um, oh God, I don't even, not, I'm not even going to say it because he would take the organs, but then I don't want to tell you what goes after that because it's super gross. So finally on July 22nd 91, after failed attempt, um, at killing a young man named Tracy Edwards, um, he, the, which Tracy escaped the whole situation from Dahmer, um, excuse me, Tracy Edwards went to law enforcement, told him about Dahmer and what was going on in his apartment and said, yeah, he was handcuffed. And then he was not, you know, he was held captive. He was kidnapped. So finally, um, he is arrested. And then in the early, early hours of July 23rd, 91, Dahmer confessed to all his killings, you guys. This is like crazy. Everything. It took 60 hours to get everything out of Dahmer and telling the whole story. He he told everything. So he confessed everything. He waived his rights to have a lawyer present. So that's a a good thing, even though it's a bad thing that had happened. So... His trial took place in January of '92 and February 15. Um, this listen to this. Dahmer was ruled to be sane and not suffering from mental disorder at the time of all 15 murders. But there were 17 total. Remember, or you probably don't remember. So there were 17 total murders, but 15 they um, he confessed to. He addressed the court to confess and wish. He had died earlier, so he knew he was doing something wrong, but he couldn't stop. It's like this compulsion. So his killings were not motivated by hate, and he actually hoped for God's forgiveness. Um, he was sentenced to life in prison, so he came here in Wisconsin in the United States to Columbia, Columbia County Correctional Institute, um, and he knew he knew it was gonna be hell being in prison. So by November of '94, Dahmer was killed. Listen to this, people. He was killed in prison by another prisoner while conducting his work detail. This is how Dahmer was killed. He was bludgeoned with a metal bar. And it was in the gym bathrooms that he was at. So he was bludgeoned by a metal bar. And how ironic it was that his first killing, he used a metal bar to kill somebody. So what goes around comes around. All right. That is the story of Jeffrey Dahmer. I know this went long. Um, Very, very interesting. Again, mental illness. No, he claimed to be sane when things took place. Um, But being aware of this and why didn't he get caught earlier? And sometimes people are afraid to say anything. Whew. If you made it through this whole thing, thank you. Thank you so much, you guys, because this was a long-winded one. And if this is the first time that you've jumped on, hit the follow button and you'll get notifications. And I appreciate all of you. Make it a terrific Tuesday. Keep on learning because it is the essence of life. And please, please, please take care of yourself. And we will catch you on the flip side. Peace out.